I'm going to read from Luke chapter 22, beginning at verse 7. Then came the day of unleavened bread, on which the Passover lamb had to be sacrificed. Jesus sent Peter and John, saying, Go and make preparations for us to eat the Passover. Where do you want us to prepare for it? they asked. He replied, As you enter the city, a man carrying a jar of water will meet you. Follow him to the house that he enters and say to the owner of the house, The teacher asks, Where is the guest room where I may eat the Passover with my disciples? He will show you a large room upstairs, all furnished. Make preparations there. They left and found things just as Jesus had told them. So they prepared the Passover. When the hour came, Jesus and his apostles reclined at the table and he said to them, I have eagerly desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I tell you, I will not eat it again until it finds fulfilment in the kingdom of God. After taking the cup, he gave thanks and said, Take this and divide it among you. For I tell you, I will not drink again from the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took bread gave thanks and broke it and gave it to them, saying, This is my body, given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after the supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. When Jesus wanted to give his followers then and now a way of understanding what was about to happen to him, he did not teach them a theory. He gave them an act to perform. Specifically, he gave them a meal to share. It was, first and foremost, a Passover meal. Jesus had come to Jerusalem to accomplish his exodus. He had come to do for the whole world what God did through Moses and Aaron in the first exodus. God's people were in slavery when God acted to judge Egypt and save Israel. And the sign of both the judgment and the rescue was the Passover. With their doorposts painted with the blood of the sacrificed lamb, the angel of death passed over the houses of the Israelites, but killed the firstborn of Egypt. This led to Moses being able to lead the people away from Egypt and slavery to the promised land, rescuing them from the powers of evil. Now Jesus explains through the breaking of bread and pouring of wine that he is to become their, our Passover lamb. Through his death, the powers of evil, sin and death will be defeated, setting us free, enabling us to know forgiveness and a relationship with God in his kingdom for all eternity. I wonder what it means for, to you when we share bread and wine together. For me, I am often taken back to the first time I really heard those words of Jesus. I was 14 and going through a I don't want to be in church phase. I went along to a youth weekend with my friend. The theme was relationships. And over the weekend, my small group leader asked us if we had a relationship with God. I just laughed. 
I guess my children's church leaders hadn't done quite such a good job as the teams at Trinity and Apostles. But no one had ever suggested that this was a thing. However, on the Sunday afternoon, the weekend leader decided that we would have communion together. As he read the words of Jesus, This is my body, given for you. This is my blood, shed for you. The things I thought I knew suddenly became very personal. And it wasn't long before I said thank you to Jesus and gave my life to him, and could definitely say that I have a relationship with God. Jesus didn't teach his disciples a theory. He gave them an act to perform. The communion prayers or liturgy I grew up with ended with the words, and be thankful. Why not spend some time today being thankful for all that Jesus has won for you, and whenever you eat or drink today, remember Jesus. <laughs>